This story is intended for a mature audience only. All characters are above the legal age. I'm a bully. It's quite an odd confession for a 23-year-old woman to make, but I never outgrew it. There's always been something about seeing a guy who thought he was a badass underneath my feet or begging for mercy that made me feel alive. As I got older, and most people would have given up this wayward hobby, I perfected my techniques instead. <laughs> the only thing that changed was my choice of victims. I only bullied guys who needed it now. There was no fun in destroying a wimp or humiliating some poor sap who was already being humiliated by his abusive boss on a daily basis. I wanted to bully the boss or the guy who was giving the wimp a hard time. I bullied bullies. I work out regularly and can kick most guys' asses. If a guy is a couch potato or spends 90% of his gym time working on his biceps, he's not going to be much of a challenge. But I know a lot of guys are going to be stronger than I am, physically anyway. Naturally, I came up with an alternative way to deal with guys like that. I found that the two things that the arrogant type of guys that I love to torment fear most are a loss of control and emasculation. Looking less than manly or feeling like they were powerless would turn a ferocious pit bull into a perfectly behaved spayed purse dog. I first met Santino when I moved into a new apartment. Though Santino was my age, he lived with his stepmom. I actually liked her. She was friendly in passing, and she frequently made too much food and sent me the leftovers. I knew it was her way to give me a home-cooked meal once a week rather than my usual delivery options. Santino was another story. He was older than the neighborhood wannabe gangbangers, and they looked up to him. Every night, he'd hold court on our front porch, telling overly exaggerated and completely made-up stories to these kids who weren't any smarter than he was, just a little younger. One night, I had gone out clubbing with my friends, and unfortunately, I was the last one left in my group. As I approached the front door, the usual chorus of, Hey, Mommy! and rude comments began. I was used to it, but that didn't mean I approved. The fact that the loudest one there was my neighbor, who I saw on a regular basis, really bothered me. When I saw him the next day, I called him out on his rude behavior. I didn't appreciate how you were acting last night when I came home from the club, I said. When you wear a dress like that with those shoes, what do you think is going to happen? You wanted it, or you wouldn't have dressed that way, he replied. Let me get this straight. You think the way I dressed not only gave you the right to treat me like a piece of meat, but also meant that I wanted to be treated that way? Well, why else would you do it, he asked. 
When I left that chance encounter, I was determined to teach that asshole a lesson. Any sympathy I had because of my affection for his mother was totally gone. Still believing revenge is a dish best served cold, I waited to do anything about it. About a week later, I saw Santino's stepmom in the hallway and complained to her that my cable looked terrible, but the provider said it was fine and wouldn't fix it. She assured me that Santino was good with that sort of thing, which I already knew because I caught him trying to steal my cable a few months ago. If he'd be willing to look at it, I'd be very grateful, I said. In fact, I'll pay him. Just so I only have to have him do it once. I'm so tired of having to call the cable company to fix the same thing over and over. That Friday, Santino came over to my place. I made sure that I was dressed to thrill. I could see Santino's eyes bug out when he saw me for the first time in my tight, white mini-dress. I was dripping with sex, and Santino's mind couldn't even process it. He stood there with his eyes bugging out. Well, do you want to come in? It'll probably be easier to fix my cable from inside my apartment, I said. What? Why are you dressed like that, he asked, still not budging. I'm going out tonight. I really can't wait to hit the clubs. Finally walking in, Santino looked around the apartment. He'd been here before, dropping stuff off for his stepmom, but somehow this felt different. I don't go in for all that dancing. It's kind of gay, you know. Dancing with an attractive woman is gay? I don't think that word means what you think it does. Santino just stared at me with a puzzled look and shook his head. I just don't like to dance, all right? I bet you'd like dancing with me, I said. Dress like that? Who wouldn't, he said. Don't your girlfriends wear dresses like this? They don't fill them out like that. It takes a bit of work. You know, I hit the gym a lot. Aren't you worried about getting muscles? Like you? Oh, never. I work on toning my whole body. I bet you have weights at home, don't you? Did my stepmom tell you? asked Santino. No, your arms are so much more developed than the rest of you. I can always tell a guy who keeps working on his biceps and nothing else. They're the most important muscles, aren't they? Depends what you need muscles for. Lifting, flexing, and fighting, he said as he flexed, presumably, for my benefit. You have good biceps, but let me show you something, I said. What's that, he asked. Face me in a fighting stance. Wait, what? I said I want you to face me in a fighting stance. I didn't say I wanted to fight you. Okay, fine, he said. This feels stupid. Don't feel stupid. This is important, I said. I sized him up. It was clear that he wasn't comfortable. 
that I knew enough about fighting that I could size up his stance, and knew instantly that even if he was stronger than me, he had no clue how to fight. I lined up across from him in a stance of my own. You do want to fight me, he teased. Not at all. But I do want you to try and block me, okay? Yeah, fine. Are you ready? He nodded, but before he really had a chance to think about it, I had hit him right in the solar plexus with my right palm. He obviously wasn't expecting it. If you don't know what you're doing, you'll never target that magnificently vulnerable area in the middle of your opponent's chest. But the nice thing about hitting the solar plexus is that there's a lot of nerves there, and the diaphragm that helps you breathe is right behind it too. If it's hit just right, the diaphragm spasms. You can't breathe, and depending on what nerves are struck, you might be in tremendous pain. Oops, you were supposed to block that, I said, as I kicked the back of his knee and dropped him to the ground. He still couldn't speak as I dropped to the ground in front of him and snaked my legs around his head in a scissors lock. I should tell you that, for all the power that men can have in their arms, your thighs are not constructed like ours are. We can exert a tremendous amount of pressure on any man foolish enough to get trapped between our thighs. And I began to squeeze his head in the tightest vice my thighs could muster. If you've never been in a head scissor, I can tell you that the pain can be excruciating, and it's quite possible for a woman who's both strong and knows what she's doing to knock a man out very quickly with such a hold. I watched Santino's face contort and change colors, but I didn't let up until he was knocked out. It was time for my favorite, the Lotus Lock. There are actually several different moves called the lotus lock, but the one that I love is when the guy's on his stomach and I'm sitting on his lower back. Both of his arms are squeezed behind his back between my thighs. As a bonus, my feet are right in his face. It's painful, humiliating, and it will take a lot of strength out of a guy's upper arms as they struggle in a futile attempt to pull apart my thighs. He finally regained the power to speak and moaned. Why are you doing this? You came here for a fight, right? No, I came here to fix your cable. Yeah, right. If you didn't come here for a fight, then why would you dress like that? When you wear a shirt like that, with those shoes... What do you think is going to happen? You wanted it, or you wouldn't have dressed that way. Get off me, you crazy bitch, he demanded. I'm sorry, Sentino, but I've decided to teach you manners. You're going to be a much better man when I'm done with you. Your mama would probably even thank me, but you're not going to enjoy how I take you there at all. I released the lotus lock, but stayed on his back. My legs were now on each side of him, and I draped his arms over them, knowing that his rotator cuffs would leave them helpless in that position. I grabbed a coil of pink bondage rope 
that I knew was perfect for tying a guy up, and also soft enough to not risk any kind of injury. The pink color just added to the humiliation. I pulled Santino's t-shirt over his head and off of his arms, then got to work binding his wrists behind his back. I was determined that Santino not be able to escape, because I really didn't want him telling his mother what I did to him. I made sure that his wrists were very securely bound and cinched. For good measure, I pulled him up to a sitting position and wrapped the rope around his torso, pinning his arms to his sides. I don't think you're going to be going anywhere for quite a while, Santino, I taunted. When I get out of this, you are dead. I don't care if my stepmom likes you. Aw, you're cute when you're angry, I said, tossing him on his back so I could pull off his pants. I now had a very pissed off and naked captive, so I made sure to hogtie him securely, just in case he wanted to go another round with me. I went to my bedroom and returned with a large black phallic object connected to a large leather strap. Santino eyed me suspiciously from his place on the floor. Do you know what this is? I asked. A dick, he said nervously. Kind of, I replied. I don't suppose you're going to make this easy and open your mouth for me. I'm not putting that thing in my mouth. That's what I thought, I said, crouching down and giving his balls a good squeeze. When he opened his mouth, I pushed the gag inside and strapped it in place. Just remember, I wanted to do that the easy way. This was your choice. Mm, 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 he yelled into the gag. That must have been so frustrating for him. I turned down on my prisoner with a big smile on my face. You know, I'm being awfully selfish keeping you all to myself. I told a friend all about you, and she's just dying to meet you. Why don't you just lay there and think about the choices you've been making? I need to make some phone calls. When I mentioned calling up a friend, he renewed his thrashing. He shook his head as hard as he could, but I just laughed at him. She didn't believe me when I said you would absolutely love cooperating with us. She'll be so excited. I went into my bedroom so I could have some privacy. And though the penis gag reduced his voice to a low murmur, I could hear him rocking back and forth, trying to escape the hogtie. I knew it was helpless, and I didn't worry that he would hurt himself. I knew he wouldn't get free, but I kind of wish he'd stop. Then again, if he wore himself out now, it would make him that much more cooperative for what I had in mind later. He was not going to like it one bit. When I finished on the phone, I returned to Santino and pulled him upright, making him kneel on the floor before me. We're going to have a party, and guess who's the guest of honor? I teased. When Yuritsa arrived, I hugged her in the doorway. 
We'd been best friends since I walked into her salon and we immediately recognized each other as frequenting the same clubs. She was a Latin beauty with waist-length shiny black hair that I couldn't help envy. She knew that I had a certain passion for putting guys in their places, but she had never participated before. However, when I told her about Santino and his comments, she was thrilled to help out. I know she had to have been accosted dozens of times walking home at night, too. So where's your little victim, she asked. I could hear Santino's renewed efforts to get himself loose, but I knew very well it wouldn't do him any good. He's right this way, and I'm sure he's just dying to meet you, I said. Arf! He screamed into his gag. This is your Santino, she asked. Yeah, why? I went to school with him. Oh, this is really going to be fun. He was such a little bully, she said. Hi, Santino. Remember me? Judging by the way he was blushing, it was clear that he did, in fact, remember her. Isn't this great, I asked him. It's like your own little class reunion. Payback is such a bitch. And now you are too, she taunted him. He's pretty vulnerable right now, I said, but there's no way he's going to cooperate with what we have planned without some incentive. I'm assuming you have phone numbers for some of his old classmates? I have numbers for at least a dozen, including two girls who used to date him, said Yuritsa excitedly. This is getting better and better, I said. I'm sure he wouldn't want pictures of him after a girl kicked his ass, stripped him naked and hog-tied him, being sent around to his classmates. <laughs> that would be hysterical. He used to think he was so tough. Yuritsa and I posed for some selfies with our naked prisoner. His demeanor was slowly changing from defiant to defeated, and that was exactly what I needed. So, how do we start? asked Yuritsa. I've never given a guy a makeover like this before take him into my bathroom. I'm going to run a bubble bath so we can get rid of any nasty body hair. Santino screamed a loud protest into his gag, which only caused Yuritsa to laugh. Did you just say, no, untie me now, you bitches? Because I think I'm starting to understand you through the gag, I said. Now why would we want to do that? asked Yuritsa. Our fun is just getting started. I don't want to hurt you, Santino, but if you fight us, I definitely will. You're such a wimp, and you're pretty helpless now, too. For your own good, you really should do what we tell you. Or don't, laughed Yuritsa. <laughs> I bet kicking your ass is fun, too. It really is, I replied. Santino was so confused. He thought he was the apex predator here, and, instead, he was the prey. It was still awkward escorting him to the bathroom. I untied his hog tie, and with Yuritsa and I assisting him, I made him hop to the bathroom with his ankle still tied. <laughs> it had to be humiliating to be seen naked, 
by two fully clothed women. With his hands tied behind him, he couldn't even cover himself up. Before long, we had bathed him, shaved him smooth, and softened his skin with sweetly scented lotion. Shaving around the ropes on his ankles and wrists and getting to his underarms was a challenge, but we managed. Yuritsa smiled, running her right index finger to the length of Santino's leg. You're so smooth, just like a pretty girl should be. He really didn't have much hair to begin with, I giggled. <laughs> Next, we led Santino into my bedroom. On the bed, the clothes he would be wearing for the evening were already laid out, starting with a sapphire blue bodycon mini dress. It had a halter top that I knew from experience would conceal the fact that his bra was packed with breast forms in a way that your typical strapless or spaghetti strap dress wouldn't. The dress came all the way down to Santino's knees, but the slit in the right side of the dress showed plenty of leg as it went all the way up to his thigh. The leather shoes accompanying the dress matched its deep blue color. The spiky five-inch heels were covered in rhinestones. Even the sapphire bra and panties and the sheer hose were the finest department store lingerie. I took a few more pictures of Santino now that his body hair had all been removed, and I told him, It's time for you to decide if you're going to do this the easy way or the hard way. You know I could hurt you very badly, with you not having any way to defend yourself, right? Are you going to be our good little Barbie girl, or our bad little punching bag, asked Yuritsa, as she unstrapped the penis gag from between his lips. I can't wear this, he protested. I don't really see how you have a choice, said Yuritsa. I untied his ankles and warned him. If you don't want to be naked, then cooperate and let me get these on you. Soon I was pulling the blue satin panties up Santino's legs. I immediately noticed how much sexier they made his ass look. He was blushing, and I think even tearing up. But we didn't give him time to react. We immediately escorted him over to my vanity. This is where Yuritsa would be the star. His hair was fairly long for a guise, and with extensions, Yuritsa was able to give him a tucked-under pony that any girl at the club would be jealous of. The hair changed his entire appearance, and I was beginning to see how my plan for bringing him down a peg could work. Hi, I am Miss Jen Davis, and this has been a preview of one of my many audio clips. For more information on me and how to get the full clip, please go to my website at MissJenDavis.com. Once again, that's MissJenDavis.com. That's spelled www.MissJenDavis.com. Once again, that URL is www. Miss M I S S J E N N 
D-A-B-I-S dot com. Thank you for listening.